This is the Horse Radio Network. I am Glenn the Geek, founder of the Horse Radio Network. This is a special episode that we do every year where all the hosts of the Horse Radio Network get together to do a holiday episode that is broadcast on all the different shows on the network. It is always highly entertaining and fun. We think you will enjoy it. If you listen to multiple shows on the network and have heard this already, well, I'd say just listen again. What else have you got to do? It's only the holiday time. Your regularly scheduled show will be back next week. Happy holidays, everyone, and enjoy. Bells are jingling, lights are all a twinkling. Christmas time is coming to the farm. Yeah, I'm wishing you a very merry Christmas and hoping that you're warm and home and safe. I am Glenn the Geek from the Stable Scoop, Tack and Habit, Horse Tip Daily, and Horses in the Morning shows. And I'm Helena B from Stable Scoop and the Tack and Habit show. And I'm Chris Stafford from the Dressage Radio Show, the Eventing Radio Show, and the Jumping Radio Show. I'm Alan Moorhead from the Western Radio Show. And I'm Tammy Schrantz from the Western Radio Show. And I'm Jamie Jennings from Horses in the Morning Radio Show, and you're listening to the special All Horse Radio Network All Host Holiday episode. That was that was a mouthful there, Glenn. Yeah, that's why I gave it to you. <laughs> 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 you always give the rookie the mousefuls because, you know, <laughs> you were last in that line, which we went in order of how everybody started with the Horse Radio Network, and you notice you were last. So that makes you the youngster here. Uh, rookie. I'm, the, I'm the rookie in many ways, I think. <laughs> Tammy thought she was the rookie, but then yeah, we started. Yeah, no, the... I was just sitting here thinking that. I thought I was the rookie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you beat her, so you're doing good. You're you're ahead of her. Well, this is a good. special episode that we like to do every year where we get all the hosts from the Horse Radio Network together to chat about the year, to, to wish every all of our listeners a happy holidays. And it's growing. Chris, you know, I think the first year it would have been you and I. I don't know that we ever did it the first year, but... Uh... No, it was, a, it was a very small skeleton staff in the first year, but it's amazing how it's grown over the two years. And, you know, when you tell people how it has grown in this economy too, Glenn, you know, it's amazing. If you find new media, a niche like this that really, really works, and, and we have. I mean, it is a boutique audience, but it sure has proved uh, to be successful. And that we, you know, I think we're just about covering everything in the horse world these days. And, and as I say at the end of all my shows, you know, don't forget to check out all the other shows here on the Horse Radio Network. There is something for everyone. And I think there really is now. Yeah, there really is. And let's talk a little bit about that. We have so many new listeners now. We actually tripled our audience this year as far as the number of listeners to all the shows. We're over 55,000 uh, unique people. 
different people that listen to all the different shows in 42 countries. And that's a long way from where Helena and I started out. And I really want to talk about the history and the progression in just the first couple minutes here of the Horse Radio Network, because we have so many new listeners who may never have heard some of you before. So we'll start one at a time. We uh, This whole idea started when I called my friend Helena up and said, Helena, let's do a crazy little horse show who cares if anybody listens we'll just talk to each other because we never got to talk to each other much and pretty much nobody did listen for the first couple of weeks <laughs> and uh, then we you know remember helena we were at about 12 we, we always say and this is true we looked it up we were at 12 listeners after three weeks <laughs> wow. So it wasn't nobody. We had 12 and we had a party when we had 12. You actually made a very special phone call to me and you said, oh, Helena, I have something important to tell you. You're going to be very excited. Sit down. And I thought, oh, gosh, you know, what is this? Some kind of contract? What's what's this big deal? And he said, we have 12 listeners. And I was <laughs> over the moon. I hung up with him. I called my husband. I said, honey, we've got 12 listeners. <laughs> it was a big deal. Like, like, who are these people? And what are, you know, what are they well, doing? Well, what I didn't tell her is they were all my family. Yeah, they're all, yeah. <laughs> they're all family <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Thank you for that, Glenn. They, Thank you're you. welcome. They were all on a retainer, weren't they, Glenn? We had no advertisers. <laughs> I mean, we, there was no advertisers probably to about, what, the second month or, or so. I don't um, even think we were even we were thinking about no, advertising. No, we weren't that. at that point. We were, we were just, just kind of just having fun doing a show. And we kind of fibbed a little bit to our guests, telling them we had more than 12. We probably told them we had 20. And yeah. they came on anyway. So That's how we got Gina, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> I think you might have even bumped it up to 29. I think Gina just did it because she, uh, she knew me from before, and that's the only reason she came on so early in this whole thing. And we're talking about Gina Miles, who was one of our first guests. Our actual first guest on the Horse Radio Network was Jackie Baker of the Regarding Horses blog. Yep. And uh, she's been on dozens of times since and comes on with Jamie and I in the morning a lot and has become a really good friend since then. So uh, so it is interesting what has happened. But so Helene and I did uh, Stable Scoop radio show for a little while. And then uh, it grew and it started getting more and more listeners and becoming more and more popular. And then uh, this woman called me up with an English accent and <laughs> said, or, I forget whether you sent me an email first or called me, Chris. I I would think it was both. She was, it was stalking me. I stalked him. <laughs> <laughs> He'd like to think so. You know what he's like with the women. He'd like to think so. But I called him up and... Uh, I think I told said, you no the first time. No, too. I said, let's meet for lunch. And we met at one of your favorite places where you could get yes. Kentucky hot browns. That's so you right. were happy. I was, you know, it's all about the food, Helena. <laughs> um, I think she had heard a couple of our Stable Scoop episodes and heard us talk about food. So she knew that about how I could go out there. And at that point, I think Chris will tell you, I had no interest in doing another show. Um, it was just yeah. Helene and I, right? Yeah, yeah. it really you were was. Happy. You weren't thinking about growth at that point at all. And I said, look, you know, let's start with eventing because we're coming up to Rolex. And, you know, because the three Olympic disciplines are my background, I said, I'll do the three Olympic disciplines. And so we rolled out with the eventing one, which was well-timed, wasn't it, Glenn? Because we led right into Rolex. And we thought... That, that it would just be a Rolex show at the start, and then it would go away. But by the time we got but the to only Rolex, reason I did it, Chris, was to get press credentials for Rolex. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> it's the only reason I did it, so I could get in free. And, free. Uh, yeah. and then, you know, what happened was we got to Rolex, and we did, the, we did the show at Rolex, but then we had thousands of listeners, and it was like, well, I guess we can't quit now. So we kept doing it. Well, yeah, we really had built an audience we didn't expect to build as quickly as we did, and it showed that there was a... 
a market there for that niche world, you know, of the de specialist uh, disciplines. And then she kicked me the hell off the show and got a real co-host. <laughs> so that was that's what happened there. And that's when it really took off. That's when it really, that's right. That's when the listeners started to you pick up. You can't fool eventers, man. You no, just can't. No, I was an eventers horse husband. That's about what I knew about eventing. But it was the one I was most passionate about. And I think Chris must have heard that on Stable Scoop, too, because she got me with that one. So so it worked. I mean, we're here two years later and the, the three shows that Chris is doing, uh, eventing, and then, then came dressage. And that was a tough sell. She called me up one day, so we've got to do dressage. And I said, oh, I'm a horse husband, Chris. I'm an eventing horse husband. You know how we feel about dressage. And and then the, the dressage show really has taken off and almost has as many Facebook fans well, now as, as Western. Ago, it was <laughs> almost is a big word. Show, so we're, we're currently in the lead in terms of quality of content and. <laughs> I did notice, Hi, Alan. though, Alan and, and Tammy, I did notice that they are catching up. They're within like 60 or 70 of you now. It used no, to be 100. I, I went on there last night. I knew this would come up today, so I went on there last night. And I got, I got 50 more friends. I, I had a conference call for the Trial Riding Association. Oh, uh, you work. cheated. Everybody to get on Facebook and like me. <laughs> like me. Well, then uh, came along and we we knew all the time and, and Chris and I and Jennifer had talked about it. Jennifer's my wife, who is who is not here, but she is also the producer full time now of the Horses in the Morning show, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, we had a conversation. We knew we had to do a Western show, but we knew we also had to have the right co-hosts. And, uh, you know, I was introduced by a guy, by a pain in the butt guy by the name of Alan Moorhead. <laughs> and they, everybody I talked to, Alan. I know everybody I talked to said, Alan's the one you need. He's the perfect one. He does all this announcing for the rodeos. Everybody knows and likes him. And I actually called a couple other people who said, I have no idea who this guy is. And I've been done rodeo for 20 years. And but regardless <laughs> of all of that, I called Alan one day and uh, he said, sure, I'll do a Western radio show. It sounds like fun. And, you know, he had a different co-host for, what, the first 20 episodes, maybe, Alan? At least that, exactly right. Yeah, and then you... he ran her off. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hard to work with. <laughs> I, have, I have that shirt that says, doesn't record well with, uh, with others. So. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't play well in the sandbox. And then, yeah, uh, exactly right. Jimmy K did have to. We want to thank Jimmy K for the time she did put Jimmy in with K. Alan. Cox, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Al, yeah, very uh, talented lady. She was, and you know, she had other th obligations that she had to get to. It really wasn't because of Alan. It was pr probably because of me, not <laughs> Alan. So, um, she uh, and then Alan was without a coast. It was like, oh, who are we going to throw in there with Alan that could put up with him for that long? And we came up with an idea, and she was a guest that we had. Remember, Helena, we had had Tammy on as a guest on our show. Oh, yeah. She was like I, my new superhero. She, well, and you guys she had previously on. been on a Western – she had previously been, previously been on a Western radio show with Jimmy K and myself as well. I and, uh, yeah. and I got kind of worried about the deal because a girl with a gun as a co-host, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're out but of range right out. now, Alan. <laughs> 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 well then yeah well well tammy uh you you actually auditioned for the role that jamie has uh tammy was one of the four that we narrowed down out of 80 applicants to host the new live morning show which 
everybody around me thought was crazy. Uh, to do oh, a she five... wasn't good enough for that, so I got stuck with her. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? Uh, it kind of worked out good because I'm actually I'm going back to school um, in ten days, and I've got college classes, and I do my marketing for the trail riding, and I train shooting horses. So I have a, a full load right now. So is hey, is what I'm hearing that you turned down the job? Did you turn down the job, and that's how I got it? So Jamie yeah, was I actually just, the leftovers. You know, just I'm say not yes, a morning, Tammy. Just say yes. <laughs> Ellen knows I'm not a morning person. I get up, or, like, I work till 2 in the morning, and then I get up at about 8.30, 9 o'clock. That would have never so, worked. Uh, Ask Jamie yeah. what time she gets up to do the show. <laughs> oh, boy. And Tammy, with going back to school, don't expect me to help you with your homework either. I'm done. I don't want to go you back to what? school. You know what worries me? This, this will make you all laugh. I have to study U.S. history this semester. I didn't even know... Like, I'm not from here. I don't get it. <laughs> I got my textbook, and it scares me. <laughs> yeah. And, and you might so, can tell, she ain't from here. <laughs> no, I'm not from here. And I didn't tell you, Glenn. This will, uh, Oh, no. Guess what? I, guess what other, I had to do an elective, okay? And I'm thinking, U.S. history is going to really be difficult for me. So I want something very easy. So you know what I picked? Broadcasting? I picked, Shooting. No. I picked Western horsemanship. They're going to teach me how to ride. You know what? It's going to happen. She's going to flunk Western horsemanship, and she's going to pass American history. You watch. Yeah, I'll bet. My friends uh, give me a lot of grief for that. They don't know, you know, that I've I've won my worlds or anything. I'm just my friends say I should show up in running shoes. <laughs> well then after the after Tammy was hired on and doing a terrific job with Alan over on the Western Radio show and that show's <laughs> growing like crazy too and they've had some fantastic guests on there. Great guests. We, we had the its idea to do a, a live morning show five days a week and one of the crazy people that actually applied for it was Jamie Jennings out of Arizona. And uh, she had uh, she had a resume to back her up on this one. She's a horse girl, an inventor, and also had done 10 years in morning radio in Atlanta. Now, she sent me, oh, I should have had one of those ready to play today. She had, <laughs> and I don't, that's a sad thing. She had sent me some clips of when she was on morning radio. And one of these mornings, I'm going to play one of them because... No. She was a whole different girl back then. <laughs> let us know when. Let us know when you do, so we can all hear it. Yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send out a press that. release. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I got to tell you, Glenn, that that ten years in you know morning radio in Atlanta, Georgia, did not prepare me anything for what we're doing now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, my entire life was you know living in the city. We didn't talk about the horses ever. I mean, just the one stint that I had in country music uh, was very short. And I maybe mentioned it a couple of times, but it was not not a topic of conversation at all. So, uh, you know, it's really a thrill to be able to talk about your passion with the job that you're very passionate about. So I feel incredibly lucky. But if you play those clips about me being the single <laughs> dateless disaster from Atlanta, <laughs> Alan, Alan, she had that role in Atlanta radio where she was the one that they talked about her dating life every day so if you <laughs> dated jamie you you everybody in the city knew about it and they knew exactly what happened yeah oh. for better Don't for worse there, alan <laughs> <laughs> and there's lots to do and a lot of it can surely uh, well you know 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah I do. And I get it all. You know, one of the questions I'm going to ask all the hosts here a little bit later, and this should be interesting when we get to Jamie, is uh, what is the one thing that we don't know about you? Maybe with hers, we should rephrase it to what is the 50 things we don't know about you? <laughs> the brand new show. Exactly. <laughs> we won't know until you play those clips. <laughs> That's exactly, yeah, right. exactly. Well, they can't be too bad. I actually hired her, so you know they can't be too bad. I was just impressed that uh, that we had somebody that was coming from real radio over here. You know, so <laughs> again, nothing I did there prepared me for this job. Okay, <laughs> totally different world. Okay, now the next show that came online was the Tack and Habit Show. Actually, it was a little bit. I have them out of order. It was a little bit before. Helene and I love to talk about products, and I said to her one day. I said, yeah, you're not busy enough doing one show. You ought to do two. <laughs> and I said, we're just going to have this show where we talk about products. This fun little show where we talk about horse stuff. And I'll tell you what, the reaction to that show, it probably has a smaller audience than most, but these are loyal, dedicated listeners and buyers. They go out and buy stuff. They I mean, we talk, we pull we things out about. of our, <laughs> we, buy, we pull things out of our butt. Like there's no rhyme or reason as to why we choose the items we choose. It's just whatever we wake up feeling that morning and people go out and buy this stuff. And then they send us emails and say, I heard you talking about that C clamp. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite tack and habit episode. I, and I went out and bought one. I know we had, we talked about a product. This will crack you guys up. We talked about a product just for fun. I found it one day called Perky Jerky. And it's actually jerky, <laughs> beef jerky that's so laced good. with Energizer stuff. So well, some the cheese, that's some where it came up with perky jerky. Well, this has been the thing we've gotten more comments about. I had an email last week from a lady who said he, she bought her husband a case of it for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you sent me a case of it because th- I was laughing. You know, you said, oh, go to the perky jerky website and you got to try this perky jerky stuff. And then you, you thought it would be funny to, to let make me be your guinea pig. And so you sent me a whole case Thinking of it. Thinking it would be and- terrible. I think it would be awful. So I open up the first packet, and there's like four strips of jerky in each packet, and he sends me a whole case. I, I think between me, Peter, and Grace, we polished off that case in less than 24 hours. <laughs> we ate so much perky jerky so quick. It was so good. Were you bouncing off the walls after? Oh, my God. I went through the roof. She still is. Didn't, didn't sleep for 21 days. That's right. It was so, and it's really tasty, and it was all natural. And so, you know, of course, perky jerky. Every episode now we have to mention perky jerky because it's so damn good. But I can't find it anywhere. I can't. I'd have to go they and buy more cases. advertise with us is what they need to do. Yeah, we need to get perky jerky on board. That'd be a great one for the Western show, don't you think, Alan? And I'm going to make you read those commercials. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> send we'll him a case. Honestly, Alan, <laughs> let me, Glenn, send you a case of the perky jerky, and, and you will, you'll love it. I'll eat it. I love jerky, man. I do, too. <laughs> and if, if it would make me perky, we'll be all right. <laughs> and then, you know, you flip it over, because usually when I eat jerky, I feel guilty about all the chemicals and processing that this quote-unquote food has gone through but you you look at the back of a perky jerky package and it's there's four ingredients and it's all natural stuff and you're like wow this is good for me i'm gonna have another case of it (laughs) well speaking of we we could we could sell it we could sell it and market it like with nicknames of the host for uh western radio show i mean i'm perky and she's jerky (laughs) 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 tammy do you put up with that every week oh my god what it's it's amusing for me, Ellen. 
She needs to be perky. She has no life. I can she tell. Can Jeez. Um, hey, guys. He we... knows I'm just picking with her. <laughs> she, he's, you know what? He's almost like a brother that picks on me all the time. So well, guys, I've gotten used to it. Guy, I knew this, 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 this is going to be an interesting show to keep uh, control of. With, uh, <laughs> there's no person that strong personalities on this line at all. Um, we have to take a break for an advertiser that we do have, and we're going to be right back when I ask the hosts a couple of interesting questions. So we'll be right back. What's the perfect holiday gift? It's a gift certificate from EquestrianCollections.com. Let that horse lover in your life buy whatever their little heart desires. We know sometimes it's difficult to buy for horse people, especially this horse husband knows that. You just never seem to get the right thing. Well, you can solve that problem by getting a gift certificate from EquestrianCollections.com. It's not too late. You have until the 24th to hop in there and buy that gift certificate and have it printed out and under the tree for the 25th. So stop on over to equestriancollections.com for the perfect gift that keeps on giving. A gift certificate from equestriancollections.com. Well, we're back here on this All Host episode. This is going out over all of the different shows over the holidays. So everybody will get to hear a piece of it. Your regular show will be back next week with your regular hosts. You don't have to worry. I won't be there. Uh, unless, of course, it's one of my shows. Don't worry, Helena. I'm not quitting. Um, I kind of like, like the time off. I, can you do it again next week? <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of questions that I want to go around the, around the room here and ask you a couple of questions. And the first one, and we'll just go one at a time. What was the interview or show that surprised you the most? That when you finished it, you went, wow, that wasn't what I expected at all. So what was that? And also, what was the one thing that we don't know about you that you've never told your audience that's going to be new for everybody, including us? So we'll start with Chris. She was first in line. Or Helena, actually. We'll start with Helena. You're first in line. And uh, so what are your two there? I always got to go first. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> Throw me under the bus. <laughs> yeah. um, I, this is really hard because, I mean, we're looking at over 120 some odd episodes. So I can't even remember what I had for breakfast. Uh, I think probably the most uh, surprising, uh, the, the most surprising episode for me was uh, actually the one that we just did with um, Anastasia Burke and Anna Twinney. And it was the full gentling. Oh, I, okay. I thought that I wasn't going to be very interested in it because I don't have a lot of experience with foals. Um, but after hearing Anna go over her program with the Premarin foals, it really made me want to go out there and start working with some babies. So that, I was surprised that I was as interested in that as I was. And I wasn't on that episode. She kicked me out of that one, too. Maybe that's the other reason. Why the yeah, that was Jennifer and I. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So, what's the one thing? And we, you know, we've known you, Jennifer and I have known you for ten, twelve years or whatever. So, so what's the one thing that we don't know about you? <sighs> that's oh, tough. Boy. Yeah, um, you know what? There's, I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve. There's not, and I, and I run my mouth, so there's not much that people don't know. <laughs> um, but something that I do feel kind of guilty about. Is that um, <laughs> if, it, if it's cloudy out, I don't ride. What? Yep. Like if it's a little cloudy? Yeah. I don't, I don't 
I don't I'm know like, why. I'm the same way with wind. If, if it's windy out, I don't ride because them colts just don't pay attention. <laughs> I would. I'll ride in a hurricane. Uh, you know, it, it's. For, I don't know. I think it's sort of this. I get depressed when it gets, and usually it's in the winter time. You know, if it's summertime, I'll go out on a cloudy or a rainy day. If it's raining, I will ride. If it's snowing or blizzarding, or if it's a hundred million degrees. Um, but if it's just one of those cloudy, overcast days, I... Helena, it's cloudy when it's raining. I don't... I, if it's just cloudy but not <laughs> raining, I don't know why. I, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> just thought it's, I'd it's bring it up. Blonde. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, people. not unless the rain falls out the blue sky. I never yeah, said I, it, it made sense. Or what? I, I never said it made sense, but you want to know something about me. I know. Well, <laughs> like, we thank you for sharing that. That is something I didn't know, and I don't even know what to ask Jennifer if she even knows that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Chris, uh, you're two. Well, I think I was thinking about this overnight, Glenn, and I think probably the show that did surprise me in the way it went was, and I got a lot of reaction to it too, um, along the same lines, was with uh, Isabel Werth, the German dressage rider on the Dressage Radio Show. You know, I've known her and followed her and reported on her for years, and at, mainly at competitions, and I had not had this kind of less formal conversation with her and she always comes across as being very very uh, disciplined and serious very Germanic in in that respect and when she got on the show with me she because she knew me a little bit and 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 it was just so much more relaxed and fun and of course she was a new mother as well and uh, you know she there was a softer side to Isabel that uh, we you know we hadn't seen or heard of before and a lot of people commented on it, and I think that was the one thing that uh, came across. And a lot of people were very complimentary about it, and that we brought out that uh, in her. And uh, you know, she's been the doyen of German dressage, you know, for for many many years. But you at competitions, you just see that very disciplined, very serious person. And I think you. I can Yeah, I I thought too when I when I listened to that interview, I went, "Wow, that's not at all what I expected." She, you know, and it, it is that way when you when you talk to some of these very high level serious competitors that you only see the serious yeah. side of, and then all of a sudden you take them out of their element and they're feeling comfortable and chatty, and it's it's a, a whole different person than you've seen before. Well, I remember her telling me some years ago uh, that when she got an iPod, I asked her just casually, I said, well, "What music do you play on your iPod?" Thinking it would be maybe classical or something very serious. She said the only music she has on her iPod was her freestyle music. That's for her all she listened to oh over gosh. and over and over again. Yeah. All right. So, what's the one thing that we don't know about you yet? She's Ooh. cringing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, After she heard the abuse Alina got, she doesn't want to go now. <laughs> Come on under the bus. It's warm under here, Chris. <laughs> With your seasonal affective disorder, your sad disease, Alina. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you lived in where it's 20 degrees year-round, you'd be kind of sad, too. I, I was that way, too, though, when I was in Massachusetts, so I have to defend Alina a little bit. You have my sympathy, Alina. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Yeah, she grew up in England, where it's permanently cloudy. You'd have never rode. <laughs> it's a wonder you ever got on. You know, I was thinking about this. Uh, 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 you know, I've I've been very blessed. I've had a really, really. Oh, you're not getting out of it with very blessed. And and no, I, think I have, you know, if I think about the things that people don't know me, I don't 
tend to talk about myself on the shows very much, as you know. I believe, you know, as a host, you talk about, you know, it's there, you're there to facilitate your guests. So I really, there'd be an awful lot of things that It's just us and 55,000 friends. Oh, is that okay? Oh, that's okay then. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to be 60 <laughs> next year. You know, I don't think you've ever said your age on the air, so that one probably counts. That one probably counts. You have me wow. beat, by the way. I, I thought I was the oldest in this network. No, I think it was Alan, actually, that we... <laughs> and, and another one, I, I thought I'd throw this in because Tammy's on the line and she'll appreciate this and she'll be the only one here that does. That, <laughs> that um, I used to play cricket quite seriously and I broke my oh, nose playing I cricket. Miss cricket. Uh, and I love it. And we're just about to thrash you in the ashes again, Tammy. So, you know, just, oh, really? you need to... Yeah, do- well, yeah. Have, yeah. Have you checked our Facebook page? <laughs> 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 Yeah, wow, that came out. It was pretty good, Tammy. I got to give you a point for that one. <laughs> you wait. I'll be no, on your I, wall I in really, no time. I'm you know, sure. after this weekend, when we thrash you in Perth in the third uh, ser- <laughs> series of the Ashes, you know, we'll we'll just be whooping your you know butt what? there. And, uh, we'll I'm enjoy so... every minute of it. Yes, I, I miss cricket, and I, you know what? I miss netball. I don't know if you played that over I there. I did. But... I was goal attack. I was I was center. Okay. So, Oh, well, yep. well, we'd make a good team. Then. This is like a foreign language. I have no idea what netball is. I know, right? It's, yeah. it's like basketball, but we don't run with They're the playing. ball, and we, we don't have a backboard. We just throw it in the ring because we don't need a backboard. No, exactly. <laughs> we just only need the ring. We don't need a backboard, and we don't need to cheat to climb up and touch the net. We're not allowed to do that. Cricket seems so civilized for a girl that shoots things for a living now. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you're saying that I'm I'm not not civilized. (laughs) (laughs) If I am I interpreting that correctly, Glenn? (laughs) Well, Alan, you're Uh, next up. What was the interview that surprised you the most? And what was what's the thing we don't know about you? I'm still just trying to figure out this whole cricket thing. What is playing cricket? When I grew up we fished you run up and down like it's like you know baseball you run like a square or diamond or whatever it is we just yeah. run up and back up and back up and back up and back Sounds and we fun. have um doesn't that get old just running the same place every time <laughs> have you looked at some of your american sports <laughs> <laughs> i am not getting you prefer not to <laughs> yeah, like, right, like mounted shooting <laughs> That I would be guess. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, I mean, and, and honestly, I've got a couple really because they were with like uh, two different co-hosts in that, and, and I cannot remember the uh, episode number, but it was when we had uh, Doctor Don Hoagland on, who had uh, written that book, uh, Nobody's Horses, about uh, the wild horses at the White Sands uh, Missile Range, and his gathering of that. And uh, we had him back on another week after to do an episode on the unwanted un- unwanted horse in America, and uh, just how many wild horses are out there that have been gathered up. And uh, and uh, when we got done talking about the unwanted horse, and and we were basically just talking about how uh, folks are just in hard, hard money times right now, having a hard time to feed them and just trying to turn them out and all that kind of stuff, and then having the wild horses that they've gathered and, and uh, can't get them adopted and things, but just the sheer numbers of, of over 40-something thousand right now that are pinned up uh, in New Mexico and Arizona and that that uh, cannot be or are not right now being adopted, and uh, and then the numbers, the millions of dollars right now that the United States has spent to keep them fed and in those pens. Uh, it just seems like there's something we could do, and it was just uh, after we got done, it was just those numbers just kind of 
you know, shocked the heck out of me about a, uh, the unwanted horse in America and those wild horses uh, with Don Hoagland on, on that particular And that episode. was uh, episode 7 and 8 of the Western Radio Show at westernradioshow.com. And, and that was such a moving two episodes that we actually replayed right. it on the Stable Scoop show because we felt it was that important talking about an issue that is hot as could be right now, and, and that's the roundups right. and all of that. So so what's the one thing we don't know about you, Alan? Oh, God, there's probably a bunch of things <laughs> you don't good. know about me. There's probably a bunch of things you don't want to know about me. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I guess it, uh, I mean, I'm really shy, bashful, and quiet is one thing, but, uh, uh, you know, I love to cook. Uh, it is something that not a lot of folks know about me. I, I, I mean, and, and it's not just grilling or, or barbecuing as a lot of folks would do, which, which I love to, I, you know, I love a good piece of red cow meat, uh, medium rare and, uh, uh, a side of baked potato and fries. But, uh, I'll just, I'll just fish through the internet for recipes of, of things I've had in, in some different places and start putting it together. And I love to stand in front of the stove and cook. Well, that is wow. something. You know, I do too, Alan. I think it's a horse husband thing. We, we would starve if we didn't cook. So that's uh... <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. You're right. All right, we're going to hear from Tammy and Jamie and myself here on uh, on my answers coming up right after these words from our terrific sponsors. Omega Alpha Pharmaceuticals creates only natural health products. Their scientists, guided by Dr. Gordon Chang, formulate a wide variety of mainly herbal health products to address many equine health problems. And one of their users is international Canadian sensation event rider Jessica Phoenix. And we have Jessica on here for a second to tell us what she thinks about Omega Alpha. Well, hi, Jess. I hear that you use Omega Alpha. I do. I love their products. I've started using them this year, um, and the one product that I really love is Anti-Flam. It just takes the sting out of the horse's feet and keeps them moving comfortably. Um, and I know that from using it in our barn, a lot of horses have benefited from it. You can look for their products at retailers nationwide or visit their website at omegaalpha.ca. That's omegaalpha.ca. Well, we're back on this group episode of the All Hosts show for the holidays. And we want, we have a couple people we want to thank before we get to the other's answers. And that, well, number one, is our sponsors. You know, it, when when Helena and Chris and, and I started this, we didn't have too many of those. And we were we were trying to convince them that, that we were real, that there was something here. And we had a few sponsors come on in the beginning who are still with us. And most of them have stayed with us, almost all of them. And now we have, I think it's 15 different sponsors now, and we want to thank all of them for their continued support. They were with us in the early days, and they have stayed with us all along. So, Absolutely. A big round yes. of applause for our Absolutely. very valued sponsors. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. And our affiliates, we have over 50 websites now that carry our different shows. It's amazing the number of websites, very large websites, that have us on there. And we appreciate all of them, too. And, of course, our listeners. You know, our listeners. Let's give them a round of applause. Yeah, let's give them a round of applause. They put up with us on a weekly basis. So next up is Tammy. It looks like Tammy's next up. So you haven't done the shows for all that long. I haven't. Is there one that jumps out uh, at you? There is. Um, I've done a show with Dan Roberts, and he is a cowboy singer from uh, Alito, Texas here, just out of Fort Worth. And I really got on the show to talk about his music because I'd listened to it for a long time and, and really loved his music. And what we ended up um, talking about after that 
we had found that uh, Dan's daughter had uh, brain cancer and he went ahead and done an amazing fundraising effort for a children's hospital. He wanted a machine that could save these children's lives and they told him it would cost four and a half million dollars. And Dan said, no problem. He went up and called Garth Brooks and they put on a, uh, a concert in Fort Worth and raised $2 million in one night. And then he raised the rest of the money. So um, I was almost in tears recording the show because here's a man who is so inspirational and so heartfelt. And when you go up to somebody and say, I want to help you and buy this equipment for you, and they turn around and say it's $4.5 million, and you stand there and say, where do I start? I mean... That That is a phenomenal person, and I was just so inspired by his warm heart and his character, and, and I really thought it was going to be about cowboy music. So um, that was probably my favorite show. So, and it was, awesome. a, it was a very good show. It was very poignant. You almost mm-hmm. had me crying at the end of that one. Um, I was. I know. You know, I, I just I love that. So that would be probably you know, my favorite show so far, I think. So uh, hopefully we'll have him on again soon. And now I think we already know one thing we didn't know about you is that you played cricket before your gun-toting days. Uh, yeah, and netball. And netball, and that's netball. right. Yeah. And, and I thought about this a lot. And I was like, Ellen, I was like, there's some things they don't want to know about me. But, <laughs> like you know, that you one... ride on sunny days? I told her to go ahead and tell it, but I mean, she's got a she's got a great victory story in her life too. But I don't know what she's going to say. But uh, go on, Tammy. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you. Um, and, and there's reasons why, but I'll tell you, I am petrified of the dark. My house, you know that country song, "Every light on the house is on." Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's my. I will not go out in the dark. I won't feed in the dark. I will go to bed with all the lights on in my house, even if I have to turn the cupboard lights on and open the doors. It is going to be bright. And if I get home, sometimes I have a gun and I'll like, I think there's a monsters in my house. So uh, I am very uh, scared of the dark. I don't know if there's a name for that phobia. <laughs> well, for, everybody as, that's going to visit Tammy knows the time of day not to visit Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some of my friends will call me at night if they're coming and they're like, hey, it's just me. <laughs> Put the gun down. <laughs> Step away from the gun. <laughs> So, yeah, I keep a couple of rifles next to my bed, and, uh, yeah, I've never shot. Well, I can't say I've never shot anybody because I shot myself once, if that counts. <laughs> now, that's something we don't know. That's something you don't hear every day. Yeah, well. Yeah, and for, and and for Tammy to say that sometimes she has a gun with her is like saying somebody in the military sometimes has a gun with her. Yeah. She sleeps with three, I think. No, um, in 03, and it wasn't like I just shot myself. My gun chain fired, and one brass had a crack in it. Well, it bled from one shell into another shell, and it actually shot. Um, I've got like a permanent connect the dots puzzle on my two fingers. <laughs> so um, it was probably the most pain I've had in my life. Um, yeah. So I did shoot myself, you know, three in the hand. So um, whenever I get mad, my friends are like, don't make her mad because she won't be the first person she shot. <laughs> <laughs> So there's some things you don't know about me. I seem tough on the outside, and I shoot, and I train, and ride colts, and but I am petrified of the dark. All right, so you're the. We always call you on. Helena and I joke around that you're the most dangerous woman on horseback, and we can change that now to you're the most dangerous woman on horseback in the daylight. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Well, if it makes you feel of any better, Tammy, I'll keep you company there. That's something else you probably don't know about me, is that I do have a concealed weapons license. 
oh, my wow. dear Carrie. Uh, and I'm sitting oh, in the really? same room with her. Oh, jeez. Tammy, Tammy, remi- yep. remind me never to make fun of uh, dressage horses not having as many fans as we do. Yeah, yeah. when you bring yeah, that up again, I'll be like, oh, concealed weapon. Yeah. Ja- Jamie exactly Jennings, right. you're the newest here. However, because, uh, you know, normally if we were doing the regular shows, you would be uh, only on for five weeks, but because we're doing daily shows, we've had 33 episodes already, and we just started November 1st. <laughs> so what, what, is there one that surprised you, one guest or one show, or is it just working with me that's a terror? I don't know which. <laughs> um, I got to say... It's the news every day, isn't it, Jamie? Come on, be honest. It's the news. <laughs> It is some amazing news. Uh, however, I, I have to say that th- throughout them all, I've, I've been really surprised by so many guests and so many, you know, so many amazing people that are out there. I mean, I love talking to the the woman from Net Posse who dedicates her life to helping people find their their missing horses, and I, I really people that do things for other people you know, charitable wise was amazing. And to talk to those people is phenomenal. But I must say the show that surprised me the most was our Thanksgiving show when we uh, had Marianne Kennedy. Yes. And to, to be able to talk to her. Yeah, she's amazing to be able to talk to her about her music and about her life and about her horses. And then to play this on a, on a festive holiday, Thanksgiving and to give thanks for all that we were able to give thanks for. Um, you know, I got to yeah. say that that was definitely my, my, my favorite one so far. I did like the Zenyatta one too, but uh, that was my favorite. And the thing we don't know about you. Oh, geez, this is good. I could play some of them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You already said you couldn't. Um, <laughs> I guess you know, I was trying to think of something that would be um, that you would never, ever know about me ever unless I told you. And I guess <laughs> I have this kind of obscure talent. I, I, if it's a, called a talent, um, I can actually <laughs> I can actually name all 50 states in alphabetical order in like under 22 seconds. All right, go. Go lady. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> OK, ready? Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Woo! Was anybody when counting? When I do my U.S. history, I'm calling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's yeah. all I got. I heard your Georgia accent peek out in there. I heard that. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Hey, Jamie, yeah. can I call you when I go for my U.S. citizenship? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, please do. Keep the calls coming, but I'll have to do them just like that. I can't break into the middle of it at all. <laughs> I was, I tried to I'm count. Not, I'm not so sure that all 50 were there. I was just saying, I tried to count it, but she was going so damn fast, I couldn't count that fast. Trust me, they're there. <laughs> Jamie, that thumb uh, gun was, was moving like a clock in a rodeo. Well, you know, when I started broadcasting, my job was a traffic reporter. Uh, so in Atlanta, there's so many roads and so much traffic and so many accidents that I would have a minute to do a traffic report and a sponsor. So I just got really good at talking very quickly, heading down, you know, just to hit every freeway and then do a sponsor in under a minute was, was challenging. So I don't know. I just always 
practiced that. I, I don't There's know why. One of the things that surprised me, this isn't my real one, but it just brought this up, uh-huh. is the day... Jamie just sounds sort of normal, not like she's from the South at all. Helena just alluded to this, uh, her little Southern thing coming out there in the middle. <laughs> uh, her dad, Jamie's dad, called the show one day, and oh my God. My God. He is as Southern. He is a wonderful guy. He was so much fun to talk to. I can see where the personality comes from. But how you lost that Southern. He is as Southern Georgia as they get. He has the best oh, Southern man. accent he I've does. ever heard. Jennifer could, was he over there rolling. I mean, he was, I was like, and he, uh, how did you lose that? Um, I don't know. You should hear my mother talk too. She's funny because there's no W on the end of words. So if she's going to go look in the mirror, it's I'm going to go take a look in the mirror by the window and then put my head on the pillow. And it is stuff that has driven me crazy my entire life. I'm like, it's a pillow. It's a pillow. It's a mirror. <laughs> like, I listen it... to the Western radio show. <laughs> That's Tammy. Tammy's the same way. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, I don't know why I just, I, I had to, had to be in broadcasting and you kind of have a, uh, you have to have an appropriate diction. So I, I just, uh, just Obviously lost not. it, I guess. He can. Then, then give us your best Southern, though. You can go back to it. Yeah, say oh, ain't yeah. one time. Well, I ain't going to say ain't, but y'all can come on over anytime and have some sweet tea. I got it sitting in the fridge right now. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Jamie, for the next show in the, uh, our, in 12 months' time when we do our next Christmas show, I think uh, we need to set that to music, the, the 50 stuff. Oh, that'd music, be fun. Yeah. And with a southern accent. <laughs> oh, there you go. You know, <laughs> listen. Yeah, now we can have Jamie on the Western radio show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Thanks, guys. I knew I should have told you that. I'm under the bus with you, Helena. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. We have our own support group. It's a warm place down here. <laughs> you know, well, don't laugh, Alan, because you're, you're next. <laughs> I probably had the toughest time coming up with my favorite because I do so many episodes on so many shows. But I want to mention here a co-host that is not on the show today because she's actually no longer uh, working with the Horse Radio Network except on occasions, and that's Samantha. Sammy Sam. We did two years of the 2010 radio show together, and we had so much fun. And I think... The thing that surprised me the most is how much I absolutely enjoyed 16 days of the World Equestrian Games at the Kentucky Horse Park. We were dead tired. We were, we were doing our thing, but we had an absolute blast. It was the first time I'd ever gone to a World Equestrian Games. I've never been to an Olympics. And I would say that there, my, my one surprise isn't one show. It's, it's 16 shows. Uh, we did a show every day from there, and it was an absolute blast. The people we met and... You know, not just the athletes, but the number of listeners. The first night we're recording a show live in front of an audience at the IEF, we have these two ladies come in as giggly and bubbly as ever, and they're probably listening to this right now. They were from. No, (laughs) they were from South Africa and they came down specifically downtown to meet us because they were they said they were coming to the World Equestrian Games and they listened to our show to get ready for it for years. And they said they they had gotten behind and on the flight over, they stacked them all up and listened to them. So they were listening to our show the whole time and they had to come down and meet us. Well, that just starts off your 16 days, you know, pretty, pretty nicely. And then we had other fans coming in to get pictures with us. It was 
just a lot of fun. And working with Samantha was an absolute delight. And fortunately, she still comes on and does some things with us on the on the Horses in the Morning show. And thank you, Samantha. You know, I miss you, and I do miss doing shows with you. So, so that would be my highlight, I think, for for the for the year. And then. The thing you don't know about me is that I was ranked number. Uh, for, now this is this is for a matter of a week. Okay, I'm going to qualify <laughs> it. For a week, I was ranked number eight on the internet of, of for backgammon in the world. I was part of the International Backgammon Association, and <laughs> oh I and I was ranked actually at what for one week. I was actually ranked number eight in the world for backgammon. Everybody, move over. Make room for Glenn under the bus. <laughs> That's right up there would be a netball champion, isn't it? No. Hey, I've got my netball trophies. I think netball's actually an athletic sport, though. That's the difference. Yeah. I and actually went, the funny part is I went to play backgammon. Now, this is about least five, six years ago. I went to play backgammon the other day. I had no idea how to set up the board. I had to look to remember how to set up the <laughs> oh board. Oh, my god! It, it had been that long since I had played. But, yeah, I played backgammon a lot back then and uh, got very good at it. Uh, it That's was, hot. Yeah, yeah, I knew you'd like that. Where do you think I got the name The Geek from? <laughs> There's a reason for that name. <laughs> Let's take yeah. another break, and we'll come back, and we have a, about another 15 minutes left, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just open it up for a free-for-all and let Alan and Chris just uh, let, uh, <laughs> let the Rainers go against dressage, and we'll just all sit back and listen right after this break. could be better for the holidays than a gift from Uncle Jimmy's. Where else can you get hanging balls and squeezy buns for that horse lover in your life? Horses love Uncle Jimmy's treats, and their owners do too. No stocking is complete without an Uncle Jimmy's treat. Don't disappoint your horse this holiday season. Treat him to Uncle Jimmy's. Learn more about the products, and to find a dealer near you, visit uncle-jimmys.com. That's uncle-jimmys.com. Well, we're back on another fun episode here on the Horse Radio Network, the all-hosts episode with all six of the surviving hosts. Um, And and although if Tammy keeps working with Alan, I'm not sure who's going to survive that. We'll see. (laughs) Alan might not. (laughs) Yeah, she's... Yeah, she's got guns. That's, yeah. that's absolutely right. I'll be the last one standing. Helena, <laughs> you've got 12 hours you darkness, shoot yourself, You'll shoot yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Helena's the most veteran here. Did you tell me that you had a question or something that you wanted to bring up? Me? Yeah. No. No? No, I don't. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. What? <laughs> this is our horse. Part. I have to say, um, you know, I... When when it was when it first started, it was just you know it was me and you, and then then Chris came on board and Samantha, and and now we have a family, and I feel like especially with all these guys, I love the fact that um, it's we're, we're just not floating around out there in the in the ethos. I feel connected to our little horse radio network family, and so I just wanted to say to all of you guys, Alan, Tammy, Chris, Jamie, and oh, Glenn. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I do remember everybody that I am I'm so happy that we're we're all part of the same big happy family. Yeah, yeah. That's all. Oh, all, all of us all of us are. 
I know. Yeah. It's just really nice. It's really nice to be part of this. I love, I mean, and I listen to all of your shows while I'm doing my stalls, you know. It really? makes me feel good. Sometimes really, I get a little Elena? teary I'm really impressed to hear that, Elena. I didn't know you listened to our shows. Oh, I do. Oh, my gosh, I do. Yeah. She the does, only one I've fallen behind on is yeah. the only one is, is Horse Tip Daily. I can't keep up with them because they come so fast. I can't keep up making them. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I do a cross-country trip. That's what I save Horse Tip Daily for is my cross-country my cross country trips. But anyway, so I know I, you know, I, Glenn, I might have said I had a question, but you know me. Does, things come into my head. They don't stay there very long. Um, well, how so. about some statistics to impress everybody? We have had now over 840 episodes put out on the Horse Radio Network altogether. Wow. 840 episodes. And most uh, of those were the Dressage Radio Show, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, the, actually, the number one show right now for listeners is Horse Tip Daily, is the one that you just mentioned. And that's partly because it's daily and there's so many different shows and experts. And that's the yeah. one show where people will find it and they'll go back and listen to all the past episodes. Because it's not time-dated at all. You can listen to them at any time. This year, next year, it doesn't matter. It's still a good horse tip. So, so uh, that's, the, that's the number one show now. For a long time, for, up until that point, it was Stable Scoop. had always been the number one show. But we, gotta give, we have to put the caveat out there that uh, Horse Tip Daily is daily and not weekly like Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop still reigns as the number one weekly show out there at this point. But uh, actually, number two, right now. Catch, catching up. Oh, is... don't even go there, Alan, because <laughs> I will just bring it on. <laughs> right now. That's we're, the we're, other uh... thing you don't know about me is I'm extremely competitive. She's from New England. Keep that in mind, Alan. I don't uh, go in the ring we, unless I'm coming out with a blue. Hey, we... <laughs> Dino, sister. <laughs> I really we've want got, to. We've got the spurs on, the ropes out, we're over and under, we're galloping and catching you. Yeah, that's <laughs> too, Ellen. <laughs> I want to see someday, there's one thing I want to see someday, and that's Helena down doing a shooting lesson, mounted shooting lesson with Tammy. Let uh, me tell you something, I am all over that. I want to get myself a Western I saddle. I <laughs> I we need to have a big party. I, I really did do some cross country and dressage, and I I love it, and I miss it. All right, come on over. I want to do. Got the, I got the warm blood outside for you. He's ready. Yeah. Can we, can we, awesome. <laughs> so so Jamie's got the warm bloods for jumping. Who's got uh, Who's got a good team penning horse? That's what I want to try. Is team my shooters penning. team pen? Yeah. Now, my shooters do that. We have uh, sortings and stuff at the church that I cow, cowboy church that I go to. It's That's convenient because if the cows don't cooperate, she just shoots them. <laughs> I can't wait. If I catch them, I'll shoot them. But I'll get them one way or another. We're kidding, people. We're kidding. <laughs> I want to try raining. Actually, I want to. I want to try raining. I think that. I think that is a cool sport. I think it takes so much finesse and such athletic horses. So, yeah. who's got a raining horse? I have a raining horse. He's my lesson horse. Oh and my gosh! You, this Perfect. raining horse that I have that I is now that I now shoot on was the hardest horse to train for mounted shooting I've ever had because you have to uneducate him like he would always wait on lead changes for me and I'd be running across the arena wide open and he'd like up oh, move the hips move the front end lead change do you like that and I'm like buddy listen this is a timed event okay just just move the hips yourself get it done because we got to go <laughs> he, he was the hardest horse I've, I've ever had to train and he has uh, been the most enjoyable so cool. yep 
Yep. Glenn, did you ever imagine that you would be sitting here with all of these people from your brainchild of doing a horse radio network and saying you had that many shows in the can and to have this kind of community around you? No. no. Helena, can I honestly say no to that one, I think? You can honestly say no. We, we I, t- I will tell you that Helena and I did talk about before we did Stable Scoop that we should have... We should put Stable Scoop under an umbrella. And the, we, that was one thing we really did right at the very beginning is we started, we started the Horse Radio Network before Stable Scoop. In other words, we got that going. And so Stable Scoop was always under the Horse Radio Network umbrella. There, we, didn't, you know, we didn't do Stable Scoop first and then say, oh, we, we got to get a network. Um, so that's one thing that Helena being the, the unbelievable businesswoman and consultant that she is for the horse world... Um, you know, that's the one thing she really guided me on and that we, you know, she said, I know you only want to do one show, but, but you really need to take into consideration that it may grow. And I said, we have 12 listeners, Helena, <laughs> you know, what can we take? Yeah. I mean, geez. Oh, but, yeah. then, but wait a minute. Then it wasn't long after those, tw- when we got the 13th listener, he was on the phone to me saying, oh, we need to do this show. We need to do that show. We need- <laughs> he wanted to add like 32 new shows. Said, you know, maybe let's try eight. <laughs> Helena has been my uh, has been the person keeping me real going uh, what are you doing she has been the one saying that all along the way when when I've had the really crazy ideas I mean you know <laughs> above hiring all of you the really crazy ideas and that's when uh, Helena would step in and go uh, you know maybe you're rushing that one a little bit and then she would get on the phone with my wife and then it was over yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, never <laughs> that's a, you know, one of the most fun things about being part of the horse radio network is, um, was hiring, not that I did it, but being part of hiring each of you guys for your roles now. Like we, every time a new host would audition or I would hear a clip and Glenn and Jen would be on the phone and we'd, they'd say, well, what do you think of this person? What do you think of that person? And it was so crystal clear for each of you, like you, you guys are all so perfect in your roles. You know, I would, Glenn's always getting on my case because I'm always banging my hands on the desk because yeah, I get excited. Yeah, you're doing it now, excited. so stop that. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I get so excited. And so when we, when we heard each of you, like Alan, when, we, when you first came on for the Western Radio Show, I said, done deal. He, that's awesome. Chris Stafford, perfect for reporting the news, perfect for jumping, perfect for dressage, perfect for eventing. Tammy, when you came on to uh, replace Jimmy K, perfect. You, and then Jamie, oh. I mean, drop the bomb. This was just such a nice, um, it, it was, meaning you guys are so perfect for your roles. It was apparent from the first 10 seconds of listening to you. And that was a lot of fun for me to be a part of. Aw, thanks. We love you. Today. What's the deal? Sarcasm. <laughs> Alan, did you know when we invited you to come on to the uh, Stable Scoop show that you were auditioning at that point? Uh, yeah, I kind of had an idea, yes, sir. We talked about it a little bit. Oh, Glenn yeah. and I were, like, Skyping each other. We were IMing behind the scenes. He's awesome. He's perfect. How are we going to get him? <laughs> <laughs> we were, too. Oh, shucks. Well, I'm good, <laughs> do you guys do you, do you guys IM each other when you're recording your shows? Yes. 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 Ellen and I do. And Ellen, sometimes he'll write me on my Skype, and he's like, hey, you're a butthead. <laughs> it's a oh, shocker Jimmy K didn't stick he's around interviewing someone and he'd be like oh yeah so what have you been up to uh, Tammy you're a butthead okay yeah great <laughs> I was like wow throw me a curveball 
So I write back, Ellen, you're a butthead too. You love me though. I can see it on tomorrow morning's uh, Horses in the Morning show. I'm going to get a message in the middle of the show from Jamie. You're a butthead. Um, <laughs> well, that's I have the PG a question version. for all of you. You know, we're, we're coming up to the holiday. We're in the holiday season, coming up to Christmas here. Uh, I want to know from all of you, starting with you, Helena, uh, what your wish is for Christmas. I think for the first time in my life, I don't have a wish because um, I got it. I got my barn. I got my horses at home. And I mean, this is probably close to 35 years. I think every Christmas I secretly wanted a horse of my own in my own house. And, uh, you know, I, I have it. So I really I and I just said to my husband last night, we were sitting in our, our cozy little house with our cozy little barn out back. And I can actually see my horses stick their heads out of their stalls from my living room window, my bedroom window, and my kitchen window. Um, mm-hmm. So I have, I have no wish because Tommy. I got it. Tommy? You know, God, this is like one of those things you don't know about me. I'm, I'm very competitive and I'm very, uh, I, I want to finish everything I do. So I studied psychology in Australia and I, I studied it. I, I don't want to work in it, so I want to do something else. And then I started the piano in Australia and I, my piano teacher got sick and couldn't teach me anymore. So I went, I'm going back to school and I play the guitar. So I would like to, uh, you know, find some inner peace where I can say, you know what? I've finished those things that have always bugged me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of off track, you know. I mean, it's not anything I want. I just want to finish stuff that's bugged me that I've, that I've never finished. So um, that's my New Year's resolution. So I am back at school and I am playing the guitar. <laughs> Alan, how about you? Yeah. Yes, he's going to be a guitar hero. Uh, <laughs> I guess my deal is 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 uh, uh, we had we had an episode not too long ago, and, and uh, it was our Thanksgiving special episode, to where we had some I mean two real survivors on there uh, that were just awesome. A, a lady in Arizona that's a survivor of cancer, and, and a friend of mine, Troy Oakley. Uh, who is uh, now a survivor of a aortic aneurysm? That uh, and he's about my age, and and I'm to the age now where I've got a gold card in rodeo, and you got to have one. You got to be 50 and older to have that, uh, which you get a discount on it, which is a good <laughs> thing, kind of like AARP in rodeo. But uh, I guess my wish right now is uh, after talking to him, and and I've always been one of those that. Uh, shies away from the doctor and that kind of thing but after talking to Troy and uh, and finding out and that was another thing that uh, was probably one of the after the show was wow I didn't really realize that because we've talked about his deal several times but uh, he is surviving the aortic aneurysm and a surgery that only 3% of the patients who have that survive and uh, I have since gone to the doctor and, and having to have some uh, tests run and things like that. But I guess my wish would just be right now for some continued health and uh, and, uh, and a wish for uh, seeing my kids do great. Uh, my oldest son has graduated college and uh, getting out on his own and doing some things. Uh, he announces rodeos, does some uh, uh, music production at PBRs. My youngest son is, is right now, uh, he wants to go to vet school, wants to be a veterinarian. And there are several colleges seeking him because he's really bright, like his mama. Uh, that doesn't come from me. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's got a couple of schools looking at him for full rides for uh, tuition and room and board and things like that. And uh, I just wish for him all that uh, all that he can go get, you know, in life. And Jamie, you're up next. Gosh, my Christmas wish. Uh, you know, 
this has been, and, and I, I, I think I said this on one of the episodes to Glenn, this has been just the most incredible year of my life. I, I couldn't, uh, you know, a year ago or two years ago when I moved out here, I couldn't imagine living, you know, kind of like you said, Helena, I have my own barn. My horses are out my back window. Um, you know, to, 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 to marry the, the, the best man I know this year and then to move on to my farm and then shortly thereafter to hear from Glenn and, and pretty much have my dream job. You know, I, I wish for the health of others and everybody else, but I am as happy as I've ever been. And, mm. and I, I really can't even think of anything that I could possibly want. I can think of one thing for Jamie, and that is her husband right now today is in Pakistan. Yeah. And he's supposed to come home in a week. So I know that How she exciting. is dreaming oh, of yeah. him coming. And he's only been gone for a little while, but but uh, I know she's very excited to get him back home. This is her yes. first Christmas with uh, with her new hubby. So, and, you know, how cool. He's an F-16 fighter pilot. He's like, you know. He's my hero. Yeah. He's, sure. he's the anti-geek. Gun. He's her he's top the gun, for sure. So what about you, Glenn? What's your Christmas You know, I was, just, I was thinking about that. That's interesting because I'm one of those people, and you can ask my mother-in-law because she just called yesterday about this, where everybody, you know, she is obsessive about buying Christmas gifts and making sure in in. February, that she has to know what everybody wants that year so she can buy it. And I am notorious for, I don't want anything. I'm not one of those people that really wants much. So, you know, I think, I, you know, I got to agree with Jamie. I'm doing, you know, I've said this on all the shows. I am doing my dream job now. This is something I've always wanted to do. And, you know, I, I think I'm content now with four shows. I, I think, Helena, you don't have to worry about me proposing another one anytime soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, Give it a yeah, week. But, uh, it, you know, I, I'm just happy. I'm really thrilled that Jennifer is now working with us full-time, that my wife is now full-time with the Horse Radio Network. And she hates being on the air. She absolutely hates it, yet she is so good yeah. at it. Pete, we get more emails when she goes on the air. And I know Jamie, you know, Jamie laughs because she tells us every morning, I don't want to be, I hate it. And she's, every morning she, she comes in because she can't stand it. She has to ask questions. And <laughs> yeah. she, asks the, she asks more intelligent questions than you and I put together. I mean, she's just so good at it. And I think that we're getting her out of her shell a little bit that way. So um, I think I have, you know, and all of you guys, I think I have, I think I already have what I wanted for Christmas. And uh, I want to thank all of you. From from the founder of the Horse Radio Network, you guys are all terrific. I enjoy listening to your shows every week, and Jennifer and I do listen to every show that goes out of here. And uh, thank you all for putting up with me, um, which I know is probably the most difficult part of your job. And, you know, just thank you for being here and for putting out entertaining radio, which was always the goal of the Horse Radio Network. I, I have to throw this in, and then we're going to wrap up here shortly. We, um, <clears throat> we do have a new show, Helena, coming out shortly, but I'm not doing it. And it's actually an extension of one of the previous shows. Chris started this uh, series uh, that she's doing on her shows called called the, uh, what well, you called it, the... Well, we started off calling it Inspirational People. Inspirational People series, where she interviews some of the true legends. And some of these legends are in their 80s and 90s. These are people that haven't been interviewed in 20 years. And we thought that needs to be its own show. And one of the reasons that we thought it needed to be its own show was for historical value. Most of these people have done interviews, but they've been, they've been written. They haven't been audio. And we think that it's important to put all those together 
here for us a historical record of some of these true legends in all of these disciplines and sports. And she's not, you know, you've been doing it in three disciplines, but you're going to branch out now to just legends in the horse world. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Yeah, and I'm very, very excited about that, Glenn, because as you said, it does memorialize these people who are not probably or have not been heard of for a long time. You know, these are people you know, right up there in the in the autumn of their life and in their 80s and some in their 90s. And uh, as I mentioned to you before we got started today, I've got some really, really exciting names to add to that roster, which I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to building that. So we're going to call it Equestrian Legends. And it'll be at equestrianlegends.com, and it'll be every other week, and it's starting uh, in January. So, Love it. So Can't that's, wait, wait, wait. What's yeah. Chris's Christmas wish? She didn't go. Oh, yeah, you didn't go is to wish, you know, people that are near and dear to me good health and uh, my continued good health and the people that mean a lot to me and to all of you because at the end of the day, it really is your health that matters. How else can you be happy with a new barn, with horses, with all the material things in life if you don't have your health and your friends and your family, the real things of true value? Um, you know, that's what it makes that what that's what makes a good Christmas for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? Something else you all don't know about me. My father was killed when I was five by a drunk driver and I've grown up without a family and without a father. And and I look at other families now and I, I just say to myself, you know what? I wish and I hope you are grateful for what you have because you don't know what you've got till it's gone. And let's all keep that in mind. Now now she has me going here. Let's all keep that in mind this holiday season as we enjoy our families and our friends and our horses and everybody in it. And and I think Alan would agree with this. If you haven't had a checkup in a very long time, go get one. We need to give another thank you out there. And uh, if you guys could just bear with me one minute... We got I thought talk. you were going to say you didn't record any of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to add the backup. We're going to just keep the listeners <laughs> for two more minutes. Check. We have yes, somebody coming on the line here that joined us this year that, thank God, he's around. Because for the first 400 episodes, <laughs> I edited every show myself. It took hours. And this year we hired. And I think he's coming on the line here. Brian, are you there? Uh, hello. Hey, Brian. Brian, we love you. Hey, <laughs> Brian is our I editor. Like, I like you a lot. <laughs> Give him his own show. <laughs> Brian, I want to thank you for all the effort you've put in. I, I was just saying that I've edit, I edited the first 400 shows. And when we started getting to six or seven shows a week, it was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. And uh, we put an ad out on the internet, and Brian just happened to live in Lexington and called me one day and said, I can do that for you, and he's been doing it ever since, and you do a terrific job. He cer- certainly knows a hell of a lot more about editing than I do. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's been a real pleasure working with you, the Horse Radio family. It really feels like, like a family, and uh, I've really enjoyed my time working with you guys. And he knows everything about everybody because he has to do the editing. So he hears all the parts that are cut out of the shows. And uh, <laughs> oh, We I've talk to a, him sometimes. 
<laughs> I've got a whole folder of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and someday delete we're going to get it. Delete it. Throw it away. <laughs> delete it. Post it. We'll get more friends. <laughs> <laughs> I think next year the holiday episode is not going to be us all talking. It's just going to be bloopers for an hour. I think that'll bloopers. be next year's holiday bloopers. episode. You need to put us in a room with a case of beer and a video recorder. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian, uh, we have good news for you. You get to edit this show, too. So... Um, <laughs> good luck with that. Well, good deal, as it should be. <laughs> Everybody, I just want to give. Yeah, go ahead. I want to give a quick shout out to my wife, Kat, who also helps me uh, with editing yeah. here. Uh, together, we own uh, our production company, uh, Launchpad Audio, and uh, I couldn't do it without her. She's been a real, a real help with the editing, and also uh, she's my sounding board when I do uh, my uh, music composition. So she. I couldn't do it without her, really. Did you throw the new Western theme into the show yet? It's in. Yes. Yeah. Did you hear it, Timmy? Yeah, yeah I don't Yeah, know. I listened to it when all the shows come out. It, it's cute. I still need to think we need some gunfire in the background. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Brian, can you take care of that? More guns. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to tell me no. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Brian, for all you do. We're going to give you a round of applause because... Without yeah, you, we could and cat and cat too. Well, hey, everybody, all <laughs> <laughs> let's everybody and say thank you so much to our listeners and our sponsors and everybody. Have a very merry Christmas. Everybody, say merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. everyone. Merry Christmas. I'm wishing you a very merry Christmas and hoping that you're warm and home and safe, surrounded by your hood. Singing peace on earth and happy holidays. Well, the snow was softly falling on the pasture. And there's a holly wreath hanging on the barn. Jingle bells are jingling, lights are all a twinkling. Christmas time is coming to the farm. Yeah, I'm wishing you a very merry Christmas. Hoping that you're warm and home and safe Surrounded by your herd Singing peace on earth And happy holidays Happy holidays.